0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Starr Podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with me this week. So, have you ever watched the show True Jackson VP? Growing up, it was on Nickelodeon. If you're around my age, you probably have seen it. Um, On the show, Kiki Palmer plays a vice president of a fashion company, and she has a best friend on the show named Lulu. And Lulu was played by an amazing actress by the name of Ashley Argata. Besides being on True Jackson VP, Ashley has starred in shows on ABC Family, Disney Channel, and other Nickelodeon shows. And this week, she's on my podcast. Okay, so the first thing that I read on uh, your resume is the first, in the first place I saw you was on iCarly. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Great.
0: So what do you remember about your experience working on iCarly?
1: I remember being really nervous <laughs> it was kind of my first um, big TV credit I mean I had mainly focused on singing growing up I did a little bit of acting I did The Lion King and and I had done acting here and there but that was my first like big TV thing and obviously I was a fan of iCarly so you know I I knew the actors in it and I was like wow this is really happening and then um, I ended up doing it I weirdly remember singing um too little too late by jojo with everybody on set a lot um and i just i don't know i just really wanted to do a good job i remember just like in between doing schoolwork on set rehearsing my lines incessantly just because i wanted to impress everybody and then that was my first nickelodeon thing and then the next thing was true jackson so it was it was pretty cool
0: and what was your initial reaction when you booked lulu on true jackson (laughs)
1: I was doing, I think it was a science test, a math test. I was homeschooled at the time. So I was, I was doing schoolwork and my last audition was on a Friday. So I had to wait all weekend in agony, not knowing if I got the job or not. (laughs) Um, So I was kind of on edge all day that Monday. And then you know the caller ID says it's my agent and my manager calling so I was like oh <laughs> <laughs> it's either gonna be great news or bad news and I um I mean they called and I honestly I screamed for a really long time because I couldn't believe it because um, it was also my first network test like I had never done anything like it I, I don't I don't think I'd gone out for a lot of, like, series regular roles, so I was just a kid. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Um, so it was really, it was, I was obviously very excited, and then getting on set and, and working with some really incredible people was just, like, a dream come true.
0: And uh, did you know a lot about Kiki Palmer before you started working with her?
1: I'd seen Aquila in the V, and I saw the Tyler Perry movie She Was In. The name is escaping me right now, but... I I'd seen her work um I I didn't know a lot about her like personal life obviously we got to know each other yeah. very well during True Jackson we spent all of our time together um but yeah I was a I was such a huge fan of Aquila and the Bee so um uh, when I met her at the network testing on our very last audition it was it was pretty cool
0: <laughs> yeah my Aquila and the Bee is one of my mom's favorite movies
1: it's such a good movie and i think it's on hbo max right now and i don't think my fiance has seen it so i think we're gonna watch it soon
0: <laughs> i haven't watched it in years i'm gonna have to rewatch it right yeah, yeah that and jump I in mean, have you seen jump again? in
1: jump in is such a great decom i know <laughs> i love jump in
0: it's great her and core blue oh my god it's the best so oh, what, <laughs> what was the transition like between true jackson vp and bucket and skinners
1: <laughs> that's really funny um it was a really interesting transition because I was a sidekick on True Jackson. You know, I was the best friend. So mm-hmm. going from best friend to love interest, like pretty girl on the show, <laughs> yeah, was really interesting for me. Um, what I loved about my role in Bucket and Skinner is that, y- yes, I was a love interest, but I was also, they allowed me to be really silly on the show, which I also loved. I wasn't just like the stereotypical, like, I'm the pretty girl and I'm perfect all the time. Like, yeah. I got to, you know... They had me sing in an episode, and I got to, you know, snort while I was singing because I was too (laughs) nervous to do anything, and they had me do crap falls, and I was slimed all the time, so it was super fun, and I remember in the middle of it, I auditioned for, I had done True Jackson for a couple of years, and then I auditioned for, or I'm sorry, I didn't audition for, I guest starred on The Troop, which was another Nickelodeon show, and I I had played a mean girl on The Troop, and I'd never played a mean girl in my life. And then I got the audition for Bucket and Skinner, but I felt like so on top of the world because I was like, well, if I can play a mean girl, I can do anything. And that ended up working out great for me.
0: <laughs> and then after you did uh, True Jackson, iCarly, Bucket and Skinner's, and then you get Baby Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So what was, the, yes, I do. what was the adjustment like going from two like Nickelodeon shows where it's very kid friendly to Baby Daddy where it's? A little, a step up in the game of...
1: Yeah, it was definitely a little bit of an older role for me. I remember, and I think I said this on my, like, Facebook when I shot it. I was like, um, wow, went on a date in a bar today and filed out under things that's going to happen in a TV show and not in real life. Because I was like, this is, it was just so crazy to me that I was doing that. Um, yeah, the transition was really interesting because, one, it's really interesting when you guest star on a tv show because you're coming into a set that's already established yeah so yeah so it's really like we made a we made a really big point on true to make sure that all of our guest stars and on bucket to just wanted to make everybody feel very welcome because we knew like you know we spend every waking minute together so we're Mm -hmm. all really comfortable with each other but somebody who's coming in for the very first time might not feel that way Um, and baby daddy did exactly that with me everybody was so kind they were so much fun um and yeah the role I got to do was pretty cool (laughs) I remember having to awkwardly dance because we were in a club at one point but fun fact they don't usually play music when we do that because it messes with the audio so you can't hear the lines that we're trying to say so I remember just like awkwardly club dancing with like no music
0: (laughs) that's hilarious yeah then after you did Baby Daddy, and then you started doing a. L- I just remember seeing you in Disney ch- and a couple of things on Disney Channel. So did you see a big difference yeah. in between how Nickelodeon's world worked versus how Disney Channel's world kind of worked? Um.
1: Honestly, not really. I did know it was a. It was a stretch for me to be on Disney because I'd been on Nickelodeon for so long. I auditioned for more Disney projects growing up, mm-hmm. um, and then Nickelodeon ended up being where I where I was, and I loved it there. Um, and I remember both when Matt Shively and I went in for How to Build a Better Boy, we were like, we're never good. like, this is not gonna happen, please. And then both of us kept, like, getting called back, getting called back, going to a network test, <laughs> and then we were finally like, are we gonna be on the Disney channel? What's happening? And we ended up getting it together, which was, it was really cool to make that transition with, one, somebody I was on Nickelodeon with, and two, somebody I was really close to. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, Matt and I have worked on a billion projects together, Oh at yeah. this point. Like, I'm surprised now if I have a job and he's just not anywhere <laughs> around me. <laughs>
0: yeah. And do you still keep in touch with anybody from Nickelodeon or from Disney or anything like that, like from your press projects?
1: Yeah, I mean, Matt Shiley lives one mile down the road from me. <laughs> I did not know this until just last year, but yes, we've lived very close to each other for a while, but you know, we, we've kept in touch for a really long time. It was true. Jackson was both of our first, like everything. It was our first series, regular role. We walked a red carpet for the first time. We like all of our big career firsts we had together. So we went through a lot together Yeah, and yeah. So we became really, really close. Um, Kiki is all over the place, so I don't get to see her or talk to her as much, but, um, we have a, a small group, thread that we all talk to each other on every once in a while just to say hello um yeah I mean I feel like you can touch with so many people through thankfully Instagram because that's yeah. just the way to keep in touch with people now oh yeah so yeah I mean it it was such a big part of my life and my upbringing and my childhood so it's kind of hard to to not say hi to those people and keep in touch with them
0: and I see that you've done many movies and tv shows as well so do you see it like a big Like difference between going on a movie set every day versus going on a television set. Is there like a difference? Oh my god! Yeah,
1: (laughs) Um, yeah. For TV, I will say for like sitcoms and stuff like that, it feels more like um, a theater project to me (laughs) because you get those like few days of rehearsal and then you film everything, like with Baby Daddy or with True Jackson or Bucket Skinner, but. For movies and a lot of single camera TV shows like The Fosters, it is very much, um, you kind of, you do read through the script like normal, but you also are usually just like handed your sides for the day and you're like, all right, this is what we're going to do. And you just, you just do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was a, that was quite an adjustment for me um, with TV and film, but also just TV in the sense of like sitcom and a single camera show. So it took a minute to get used to, but I will say True Jackson definitely conditioned me to memorize my lines a lot quicker. So it was a big help down the line.
0: <laughs> and I wanted to also talk to you about music. And I saw you have a song with uh, Lindsay Pierce, who I actually interviewed. <gasps> really? I, oh, interv- wait, I,
1: said, I saw Lindsay on your website. Yeah. yeah,
0: I interviewed her back in April. I love her so much.
1: Me too. I love her. She's Amazing, And no one deserves to be Elphaba more than Lindsay
0: Pierce. She's incredible. I I agree with you 100%. She's amazing. So what was it like working with someone like Lindsay Pierce on, like, music (laughs) and getting back into the swing of things musically? Yeah,
1: I mean, I met Lindsay at Rockwell Table and Stage, which is where we do shows. I think, I want to say the first time I met her was when she was doing a parody of Cruel Intentions. Uh And she was phenomenal um, and we just kind of got to know each other oh my god we just got to know each other around Rockwell and we ended up having a bunch of like mutual friends through Rockwell and stuff like that um, and she's a really she's very talented but she's oh, yeah. also just a kind human and I love her Yeah. Um, and yeah Rockwell kind of got me back into singing I not that I stopped singing really but it was I feel like my life has been very like focus on music, then focus on acting, then focus on music, then focus on acting. Yeah. Um, But Rockwell kind of brought back all of it for me. So I got to sing and act all of the time, which has been really fun. I mean, I started off as a singer when I was little, so Mm -hmm. going back to it is always such a joy for me. We did, um, in addition to Rockwell, we did, um, oh my God, a concert version of Almost Famous, Oh, where she... She just killed it. She's just so good. I have all the good things to say about
0: Lindsay. <laughs> She's, you know, hopefully once Broadway kicks back, you can maybe go and see her bud. Uh... I can't
1: wait for it. It's all I want to do. Did you, uh,
0: do you see yourself doing more musical-related things in the future?
1: So, I, I don't think I really found a home for musical theater until about five years ago, um, And that was really tough for me because it's where I started, you know, (laughs) when I was growing up, I started in musical theater. And I think that's why I fell in love with what my job is. Uh, So I have loved getting to do more musical theater late or as of five years ago. And it's something that I've definitely continued. It's all I think I'm always going to go back to it, like no matter how successful I am in the acting industry, I think music and musical theater is something i'm always going to come back to.
0: Would you maybe ever want to be on Broadway someday? I would love to be on Broadway. If anyone from Hades
1: Town is listening, <laughs> love your music, love your show. <laughs> would love to be in it. Um but my i mean my goal for so long was i was young Nala in The Lion King and i toured oh. and i would love to do adult Nala. I used to like sit in the audience act two and just like watch all of the movements like I had Shadowlands memorized I was like ready to go um and I auditioned for it a few years ago but I looked too young for it which is a compliment thank you very much (laughs) but um one day one day I'd love to play Adult Nala. I'd love to be on Broadway
0: that's so cool hopefully you and Lindsay together Ashley and Lindsay playing like Alpha Bun Glinda or Anna and Elsa or something like that. Lindsay Pierce, if you're listening I to this. I will rock the
1: first Filipino Glinda. I'll take
0: that. i L- love that. Uh, PSA Lindsay Pierce, if you're listening to this. And <laughs> Jenna Claire Mason needs a day off. Bring uh, Ashley in and she'll be Me, the Glinda. <laughs> Is there a movie, like any movie that you've seen in your lifetime that you could watch over and over and over again and you'll never get tired of it?
1: the princess diaries love it (laughs) (laughs) fun fact my one of my best friends who's now a groomsman in my wedding is in the princess diaries he played my my father he played father capulet in romeo and juliet that i did at rockwell and i he walked in for our table read and i was like why can't i place this guy like what's going on? And I looked him up like during the table read, and was like, he was in the Princess Diaries. And I didn't—I don't think I talked to him for a few days. And one of my cast members outed me because I tweeted, "Oh my god, I'm working with somebody from Princess Diaries." And she totally—I like walked in one day, and she was like, "So anyway, she tweeted about you." So like, don't make it weird <laughs> anything, she loves you. And I was like, "Cool, <laughs> thanks."
0: I've seen Princess Diaries too so many times.
1: It's t- too much. Oh, it's great. I love it so much. And because, you know, because Peter was in The Princess Diaries, he knows um, Joel, who played the prime minister of Genovia, who created the Genovia National Anthem. (laughs) And any time we see him, (laughs) I... Like, I'm not okay. Like, I keep it cool when I'm with him, and then we get in the car, and I'm like, dude, he's the prime
0: minister. So when I was in elementary school, I had to do this project on different countries, and whatever, and I thought Genovia was real, so I told my uh, teacher I wanted to do my project on Genovia. She said, Jamie, Genovia doesn't exist.
1: <laughs> it does in my head.
0: I'm like, yeah, Julie Andrews is the queen, and Anne Hathaway is the princess. <laughs>
1: Of course, and Genovia and Paris, come on!
0: Oh, that the it's a clas- Princess Diaries is a classic, uh, like set of films, and it needs to continue on.
1: I think so too. I am rooting for a Princess Diaries three for sure.
0: Oh, absolutely! Come on, Julie Andrews! <laughs> come on, Anne Hathaway! I know you just had a kid, but c- bring back Mia Thermopolis.
1: Look, they all said they were down to do it, so I'm just saying oh yeah do it
0: can you quote it
1: i mean a queen is never late everyone else is simply early I mean, <laughs> there's so many things i could say uh,
0: i love the princess tires uh me too have you ever been starstruck
1: yes oh god i don't get starstruck very often um I get more if I see a celebrity. I get more like oh, I don't want to bother them, so I, I like nine times out of ten won't say hi. I the one that's sticking out in my mind right now when I got starstruck is I met Joe Morton from Scandal. Scandal was one of my favorite TV shows ever. He's so amazing. He played the he played Carrie Washington's dad, oh. and I did an event um, for the Actors Fund, and he was there. He was being honored, and my manager was with me. <laughs> And she (laughs) took, she took all these, he like walked the red carpet behind me. Oh my God. And she took all these really creepy photos of me. Like my face is like right next (laughs) to her camera and like he's behind me. And I'm like, yes, I'm like making the dumbest faces. And I did end up meeting him later on. And Scandal, I mean, they loved to live tweet with their fans during the show. And I live tweeted with them all the time. And I, when I met him, I was like, I love your show. I think you're so brilliant. All the monologues are so good. Thank you. Like, thank you for your work. It's so good. I love you. And I said, I tweet with you guys all the time. And he's like, really? What's your Twitter handle? And I was like, Ashley, I go to nine." He's like, oh, I recognize you. You can tweet with us all the time. And I was like, yikes.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know what that says about me, but um, thank you.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, oh it was God. really nice and They took so a photo
1: funny. with me. But, like, I don't get starstruck often, but that was, like, a moment where, like, that was a big moment
0: for me. <laughs> Have you ever, like, walked around L.A. or whatever and you, like, bump into someone and you're like, oh, my God, there's so-and-so. Or, oh, my God, there's whoever. Yes.
1: Um, there was another Scandal Castle where I bumped into at h H&M. and um, I rode an elevator once with Viola Davis. Oh, my God. I said nothing because – and I remember my mom – being so awkward in the elevator because she wanted me to say something, but like she was very clearly just like minding her business, just having her own day mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't again, I don't want to bother her I don't want to be like, excuse me <laughs> Viola Davis, hello <laughs> so, I mean, I wrote an elevator with her, but I, I didn't actually say hi to her, I also um, when I did The Lion King, wrote an elevator with Pierce Brosnan Oh wow! yeah, so I mean, it's LA. You run into people all the time.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, what's it like being slimed? Because I've always seen it on TV, watching like the Kids Choice Awards, but I've never like have been slimed. What's it like?
1: It's very cold. Uh, The first time I got slimed, it was for a promo shoot for Nickelodeon, and it was like everybody in Nick, and we got slimed four times over the course of two days, which meant you get slimed, you do the shoot, and then you shower and then you go back to hair and makeup and do it all over again dang there are two versions of the slime so if you see us get slimed in slow motion the slime is usually like it doesn't smell great doesn't taste great (laughs) it feels really like it truly feels very slimy Mm -hmm. um however when they slime people on um like shows like fans and stuff like that for kids choice and all that stuff they don't use that slime. they use like a vanilla pudding applesauce like it's like a, a mixture of a bunch of foods oh wow so it tastes a little bit better <laughs> <laughs> but um it's I will say it's super fun it's definitely like a inauguration into the Nickelodeon family and as hard as that promo shoot was we're all very glad it happened
0: oh yeah it's like a, I'm on Nickelode. I you you're not officially on Nickelodeon until you get slimed
1: oh totally and we got slimed four times in two days and then on true jackson got slimed even more and then did more promo shoots and then did figure it out and then did brain search so we got slimed plenty. oh yeah brain surge
0: all they do is slime people i feel every time i turn it on someone's getting slimed
1: every single time you get slimed if you win and you get slimed if you lose you
0: know has it ever happened where like the slime has come out of nowhere you like you weren't prepared do they always prepare you and tell you okay we're gonna slime you at this point
1: On Figure It Out, we were not told when we were going to get signed. So when they rebooted the show, they had all of us come back and and be the judges on the panel for it, I guess. And um, the secret slime action is, like, I don't want anybody to think that that's, you know something that they told us ahead of time, they truly don't tell us ahead of time. Oh, my God. All the screens are not facing us. Like, there's no audio in the thing that says the secret slime action is this, and nobody tells us beforehand. We just... Oh, my God. So the first round, we're totally safe. The second round is when slime action comes, and we have no idea. And it could be something as easy as, like, reaching for the clue is, is the secret slime action, which all of us are obviously going to do. <laughs> so I think I got signed on all but one of the figure-it-out episodes that I did, and that is terrifying.
0: It's like, oh, hello, slime.
1: Yeah, they give you, like, I mean, we're wearing, like, these cool, you know, jumpsuits and then we mm-hmm. have goggles and stuff like that, but sometimes you don't even have enough time to, like, put the goggles on and then it just gets everywhere and then you find green in your hair for, like, days. It's a whole thing.
0: Oh, yeah. So like when I talked about <laughs> Lindsay about getting painted green to be alphabet. Yeah. It's like, she's like, oh, I find green here, I found green there. It's, like, probably the same thing with slime. You probably find it in places that months
1: later that you're like oh this is there's still a patch of green on me and I didn't know
0: that's hilarious yeah that's so funny uh what's a fun fact that not a lot of fans or people in the industry or someone like they don't know about you
1: oh god um (laughs) that's interesting I think god what do people not know about me I feel like I'm such an open book Um, I'm really good at making bread.
0: Ooh, now I'm hungry. (laughs) I want bread.
1: (laughs) Mic drop. That's actually a recent thing. That is like a that's definitely a quarantine thing. And it was because my fiance tried to find bread and couldn't. Um, and I was like, I'm sure I bake a lot, so I was like, I'm sure I could make it. It'll be fine. And I've made it a couple times. And then um, my friend Peter got me bread flour, and it changed everything. So now I just make bread all the time.
0: All different kinds of bread or, like, a certain type?
1: I haven't tried sourdough or wheat or anything. I'm just making, like, normal white Yum. bread. But um, it, it it makes enough for two loaves. So, you know, when I make bread, we have it for, for days.
0: Yum. Out of all of the shows and stuff that you've done, if you could live in the fantasy world of any of those shows, like, in their specific world, which world would you live in?
1: Ooh. Ooh. honestly i think true jackson yeah i think um i think just being around a teenager who's become the vice president of a fashion company is really interesting and um you know i don't know i just think it'd be really cool to live in the true jackson world also that show takes place in new york and i love new york very much and i, I, I miss it, it, it and i would love to live there
0: new york's the gr- new york's the best. I love yeah.
1: it. I went to school there. I went to NYU for a little while. so oh,
0: That's cool. Okay. I've been on NYU's campus, but I've, I didn't go to, I don't go to NYU. I go to school <laughs> <laughs> in Michigan. I have walked around NYU's campus, and it's awesome. And a girl I interviewed about two weeks yeah. ago goes to NYU.
1: Yeah, it's such a great school. I went for the nursing program. Oh. That's something a lot of people don't know about me. I went to the nursing program because I'd spent, what, five years on Nickelodeon, I think, at that point. And I had been acting and singing, and I didn't feel like the Tisch program was something that I should do, because I was like, I've, already, I've learned so much just doing it, and I wanted to go for something else. I went for the nursing program.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. And uh, what is your go-to karaoke song? <gasps>
1: boy oh boy uh it's very generic it's don't stop believing by uh journey
0: that was my graduation song like that was like the theme song for my graduating class
1: that's amazing mine was uh my wish by rascal Flatts.
0: that was the eighth grade one for a couple of my friends like that was their middle yeah. school graduation song was my wish and they like <laughs> redid the lyrics to relate it to the school
1: that's amazing <laughs> yeah
0: and what are some of your favorite vacation spots?
1: Ooh. Um, honestly, we just, our vacation spots are kind of um, just going to the beaches here in California just because they're so pretty. Um, we also, a couple years ago, went to Zion National Park and we hiked the Narrows.
0: Where's that? Which was
1: really cool. So it's in Utah, oh. and the Narrows is their hike where you're in water. These, so I'm hiking a river basically. Oh my god! Um, yeah, and it's. I mean, we didn't even get all the way to the end of the Narrows, really. Like, not to the end of the path, but you you literally have to like rent um, special shoes to do it, and you need like a you like have to get a walking stick to do it because it's rocky and like there's water everywhere and you have to watch a video beforehand because like if there's a flash flood you have to know oh what to God. do it was so like you're literally it was so weird because my fiance's done the hike before when he was little and he was like you have to wear um like a bathing suit or just something you don't hear yeah. gets wet like underneath your clothes mm-hmm. and I was like I don't understand and the second you get that we did it in like the dead of summer too Oh my so God. It was, we're basically like in this giant <laughs> river for like hours and hours and hours it was it is probably the most beautiful hike i've ever been on we love like hiking going out into nature um we're going to las vegas we're going to drive to las vegas to visit my dad he lives there and we're going to go hike the valley of fire and red Rock canyon and stuff like that so for our vacations it's always very either beach oriented or like nature hiking oriented Mm -hmm. like in the mountains
0: have you walked the hoover dam
1: I have not walked the Hoover. That's so funny. Somebody just said that to me yesterday. No, I have not walked the Hoover Dam. I walked I it when I was one
0: day. I walked it when I was in Vegas a few years ago. It's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, that's what everybody's been saying. They're like, it's super easy, like super fun. You should just it's go really easy. It. So I thought maybe, it was gonna be yeah.
0: I thought it was gonna be hell. Honestly. I thought yeah, it was gonna no. be like walking uphill <laughs> and like all this, but it wasn't. It was flat and easy, and it's not okay. hard at all. It isn't hard at all. I was shocked.
1: Great. All right. Then maybe we'll try it. If not this trip, the next trip. I sure.
0: walked it in, in Birkenstocks. It was easy. I didn't think I thought I was going to need like gym shoes or like my friend's hiking boots or something. But sure. I, I walked it in, yeah. in Birkenstocks and I was fine. I was.
1: That's hilarious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, it's awesome. It's it's really cool. You should do it.
1: Cool. Yeah, I'll totally try it.
0: And so you say you're getting married. You're engaged. Do you know have any wedding planning anything yet or no?
1: yes we have been wedding planning so he proposed on our two-year anniversary which was september 21st of last year Oh, that's so cool. um thankfully we chose a date that is 2021 oh good middle of 2021 and that was always the way it was gonna be there was a there was a world in which we were like oh maybe september of this year we don't know but we just wanted a lot of time to plan oh yeah and now looking back at that decision i'm so grateful that oh, we did yeah. that oh yeah for very obvious reasons. Um, But yeah, we've, we spent a lot of the quarantine wedding planning. Um, We passed the one year until the wedding mark about a month ago, just about a month ago. That's Um, cool. So it's just been like looking at caterers and, and trying to look at what we can and book what we can, Mm -hmm. knowing that like, we don't know what the future is going to hold in a year. Like, we just don't know what it's going to be. So thankfully we're having it in a really good friend's backyard oh, so that's there's cool. no like we don't have to worry about our venue <laughs> oh like, that's yeah that's gonna be fine yeah but um we're trying to keep it as stress-free as possible everybody kept telling us like wedding planning is stressful you're gonna hate it but then you're gonna come out stronger on the other side and thankfully we've been totally fine we've just been you know that's cool planning it slowly and as calmly as possible
0: have you gone cake tasting yet
1: I have not gone cake tasting, but we're not going to have a conventional cake at our wedding. That's we know who's making the cake, and I have actually had the cake a lot before. So I guess you could say I've done a cake tasting, but not like an official cake tasting.
0: Yeah, cake tasting is usually like the... I've seen like on TV, like the, the craziest part. Because you're like, I don't know, I like this, but I like this, but I don't know.
1: Right, right. I remember... We cake- were going back and forth about what we wanted the cake to be, and then we thought maybe cupcakes, and then we kind of... It's there's a a family cake basically that's cool um, that his family has like been passed down so I think we're just gonna do that cake because it's amazing oh yeah so we're very happy with that decision (laughs) yeah stick
0: with the tradition too so it's like it's like a win-win like family members will be like oh cool they're doing the cake I'm happy yeah yeah exactly and then lastly I've come down to the last question what is the best part about your job
1: the best part about my job... Oh, my God, where do I even start? Um, I love getting to play characters that are really different from me in real life. I I didn't know I had it in me until I did the Troop episode, but playing a mean girl is probably one of the most fun things I get to do because it is so opposite of my instincts in real life and who I am in real life. Yeah. So to get to do that and then... You know, like I had to be um, really mean to Matt during the troop or during How to Build a Better Boy. And it made me like so much nicer to him in real life because yeah. I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. They don't mean it. Um, so just getting to play like different characters and be different people is, is super fun. I get to use my imagination for work. I get to play pretend for work. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just the people I get to meet. I have been very fortunate to work with so many casts and cr- like crew members who are so kind and big hearted and awesome and we've been friends now i mean the true jackson cast and crew i still talk to and we did that show 12 years ago almost so it's been that long yeah it's oh been a my long God.
0: time i remember so, when it first started
1: yeah me too <laughs> me too and the fact that so many people even now are like still Watching the show, still loving the show is so crazy. We never in a million years anticipated it would become that for anyone. I never thought when we were doing the show that people were going to come up to me when I'm 27 and say, oh my gosh, that show is my childhood. That's crazy to me that people do that. So, that's what a friend
0: of mine was saying. She was like, make sure you tell Ashley that Drew Jackson was my childhood. I'm like, will do. That's
1: so nice. I mean, we didn't, we were kids when we did that show. We didn't anticipate like... That 12 years later people were still gonna be loving the show as much as they did and we're so grateful for it and I'm so grateful for all the people I've met on that set and on so many sets and they've become you know they've become family and they've we've all become really close which has been really great
0: yeah it's like they need a Nickelodeon plus like they have with Disney plus you have like your (laughs) iCarly your Drake and Josh your True Jackson your Zoe 101 and Victorious like Victorious is on Netflix and so is Sam and Cat, but like They need one for, like, all the, like, other like, good, like, the other good shows that were part of, like, a lot of people's childhood, like, they, like, the Hannah Montana and the Wizards of Everly Place and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I would love that, so. Oh, I would,
0: too. I'd, I'd get, I'd, I'd subscribe to it for sure in a heartbeat. Pigs, me too. Thank you so much to Ashley Argata, her amazing team, and to everyone listening to me this week. I will see you next week for a very special two-part podcast with my good friend Roxanne Steele.